0: chestnut appreciation podcast i'm your host tyler the captain gerard shadow song of this podcast
1: i'm your co-host jordan the lord Kurtalos ravencrest of this podcast
0: and i'm kevin
2: you're also host the Brawl bear mantle of this podcast
0: um a little a little look into how the sausage gets made uh because we make a lot of sausage on this show uh we, Mine's, we're, my favorite we're, is summer we were brainstorming what do, what should we introduce ourselves this week as? And it started with famous nightclubs, turned into famous night owls, turned into famous night elves. At which point Jordan quickly brought up a night elf Wikipedia article that uh details their facial tattoos, relations, faith, architecture, technology, a lot of a lot of different things. Now listener, yeah, you were the wise
2: you might ask line. why does this article exist and I think you would be hard pressed to find anyone who could answer well, that for
1: you <laughs> except for the most steadfast world of warcraft I don't fans. even think yeah. the I, I'm, Lama I'm always could wowed give you an by answer. world of warcraft fans <laughs>
0: Um I did not realize that Mr. T was a night elf. He is he is the last name on the notable night elves list and evidently the creator of the mohawk grenade that when thrown gives the buff Mohawked and will show up as you pity the foo as a duration of 60 minutes.
2: You know, the uh the allied what forces kind of in static... World War 2 uh looked into the mohawk grenade uh and re- researching it, but they they decided that that the effect was was too uh too powerful and they went with the atomic bomb instead.
1: It doesn't list what uh status buffs uh being mohawked does for you, does it?
2: Uh, it makes no, it you status-buffed.
0: Hey, my status is buff. I think it gives you a Mr. T-face. I also because like that it lasts do. 60 minutes, the average length of uh, an episode of the A-Team. Um, if it um, lasts
2: more than four hours, though, you have to call a doctor.
0: What makes a night elf different from regular elves other than just, like, nighttime? Like, are they just, just house elves <laughs> they, that, they're, that they're go nocturnal. out late at night?
1: Well, they are nocturnal. Um, They have purple skin.
0: Oh wow, so its is it like a racial slur to call them night elves? I don't know. This is getting a little messy. <laughs> so as you've probably gathered, this is our show where we argue would-you-rather and versus questions submitted by you, the listener. We take them, we hash them out, we throw them on a griddle, and we fry them up for you. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question... Comes to us from Aaron Reach. Thank you so much, Aaron. Who wants to know. Thanks for reaching out. (laughs) Who wants to know. Boomerangs versus Frisbee. Go. Boomer. Boomerang is ready. Advantage Boomerang. Um, That's the lonely man's throwing sport. (laughs) Like You don't need a partner for that. You can just kind of toss it and let it come back to you and have a grand old time all by yourself. Instead of, you know, just like hucking the frisbee and then going and playing fetch. Although you can do uh, frisbee golf. I do not believe there's a boomerang golf. Well, no. Although, yeah. If someone wants to put a boomerang in their frisbee golf bag, no, no. Here's like, how boomerang. Well, I think I'll be able to make this shot, but I want to. I want a mulligan if not.
1: Here's how boomerang golf works. You wear a hat that has a pole on it, and you throw the boomerang, and you try and hit the pole on your head. Oh,
0: so it's like, it's like self horseshoes. It's the most dangerous game. <laughs> Well, if um, you sharpen the edges of the boomerang beforehand. It's like waxing a surfboard. It's gotta be able to cut through the air.
2: I don't know about you guys, but I was a big part of my college's intramural boomerang team. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Where we would just go out into the boomerang field and we would just throw for like, you know, six hours and then go home. Um, you know, just, just each of us in a line, not looking at each other. Um it was really satisfying.
0: Well, and then you have to get the trick throws down, where you, like, throw towards someone, and it's, like, to get them to, like, ho- hook around each other in, like, a figure eight type thing without colliding. Well, and some of the I some just, of the guys I'm...
2: would use, like, the tri-boomerang, and it's, you know, I go with the classic, the one, you know, it's, I, I actually...
1: I say do or do not boomerang. There is no trial. (laughs) I'm just envisioning some loser at college on on a unicycle playing (laughs) an accordion and throwing a boomerang all at the same time. That would be really
0: impressive because I'd imagine they need the accordion between their knees. Yes. If they're going to be able to throw and catch.
1: It might be more of a concertina um, that's attached to their kneecaps. (laughs) Also, for a while, I thought a
0: concertina was a... um... A teenager just doing a one-man show.
2: I always thought it was a, it was a, a girl who went to a bunch of concerts named
0: Tina. Oh like, yeah, oh, who's Tina. that? Oh, that's Concert Tina, <laughs> who ironically does play the concertina. Um, I think your your intramural boomerang league gets at a uh, real problem with frisbee though, and that is that is bro culture. And, like you're gonna have a <laughs> whole bunch bro-l-ture. of. Gibraltar, the, the Strait of Gibraltar. <laughs> um, the problem with frisbee is you're always going to have people who, if there is an a flat surface on a campus, like mainly grass, but even just like a parking lot, there are gonna be guys running around throwing the frisbee, and they're not going to care if you're lying out reading a book or sunbathing or wrestling in the mud. They're just going to be throwing frisbees willy nilly and spiking them, and you know what? Hammer you know what, throwing. You know what the worst thing is? when they call it a frisb a frisb
2: yeah oh you want to you want to toss a frisb like really
1: two letters
2: like that's what you you're see, gonna chop when off i was
1: using in college i was like yo guys hey, you want to throw, you say, you say, throw the you say when i was ZB? using in college yeah no i when i was i was like hey guys you want to throw this b <laughs> uh-huh well at least you got to toss... four letters <laughs> you want to toss b with me um and and but you meant like a hive of bees right no z b oh
2: oh z b z b right <Z-bee>, okay
1: <laughs> you know, toss um, this z b <laughs> right okay and that's why like you and I had no friends right
2: <laughs> I, no, can, I, I can I can I
1: played frisbee Kevin did not cause that's right he had to protect his fragile acting body <laughs> oh my god my bones one person my bones he gave, his, he, he, he bones gave are... his body to the theater. Little
2: known fact, my bones are as brittle as Samuel L. Jackson's in the movie Unbreakable. Yeah, you have bird
0: bones. They're all yeah. hollow. You got caves in your bones. Osteoporosis. It was because um, of the kids. They called me Mr. Glass. I'm fine with folks. Your last name who is Glass. Like so of course in- they
1: call you Mr. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> have been just being Your, your name is is <laughs> Damien Glass. Of course they call you Mr. Glass. They're being respectful. If you would only do more schooling, they would call you Dr. Glass. They call me Dr. Glass.
0: um so i'm fine with the folks who if they're like really into it and they're like we're gonna go up to the sports ball field and we're gonna have like end zones and line markers and stuff and we're gonna play in a place that is dedicated to this activity my problem is invariably the people who are most enthusiastic about um ultimate frisbee also are the worst at it like the folks who just kind of get on the quad and are like, I'm really into this. so I'm going to throw it really hard, but invariably never actually get it where it needs to go. And then it winds up going through a window and they're like, come on, bro. Throw the
1: Kevin, remember the signs that said quad closed uh, for, to, formal, for casual play for yeah. Quad closed to casual play. And our plan was to go buy crappy suits at salvation army and, and go play football know. in them, because that would yeah. be
2: formal play.
1: It would be formal play. To then. which the quad was not closed. Um, <laughs> it was also apparently not closed to uh, the wrestling. Mud wrestling. Yeah. Oh,
0: wrestling. I gotta put that up, by the way. Oh, the wrestlers. Yeah,
1: yeah. They don't listen to the show, though, do they? Uh, I'll get I'll get on their case. Well, her, her brother we might, Rich it, might. When we upload it on the MVP website, we're <laughs> they'll
0: never they'll never listen again. Yeah.
2: You know uh, how come? Hey. Yeah. How come there never got to be a a, a frisbee PGA? A what? A fris a frizz PGA?
0: Oh wait, no, there is. There is. A professional I, is frisbee golfers. There is there is really? professional frisbee golf league. Oh my gosh. Um, the, like, see, friend, that's a problem. Uh head carpenter at my theater. uh Jesse, really cool guy. Jordan met him when he came to
1: see Vanya and Sonya. I Russian's can bike. I can verify that. He is a cool guy.
0: He is the coolest guy, and he's I done really everything. He
1: He played, shot— He shot— <laughs> he, Wait, he did, did he lighting
0: shoot? for the most ex- expensive porno in history, <laughs> he, did, uh, he did the
1: lighting for pirates. What? <laughs> yes. Oh, my god, Dude, I, I flipped out when he told me that, Kevin. How did— What?
0: He's personal friends with the Avitt brothers. He's personal friends with the actual man who played Chewbacca in Star Wars. This man has done it all. Pete and Rose? One of the things— Yeah. He uh, rose. Of,
1: yes.
0: Um, one of the things Band that, from Star Wars for Gambling. <laughs> what is what One is of this, the things? I'm going actual? to finish this story, I swear. One of the things that he did while he was living in Florida, because Frisbee Golf was invented in Florida, was he played a lot of frisbee golf. And he actually got into the professional tournaments, and he got one that was run by the actual company that invented and you know puts out frisbee golf discs because of not like frisbee, they're disc golf things. Oh, anyway, never mind. Wins the tournament. His trophy was a disc golf disc with the ashes of the inventor of disc golf <laughs> in the disc. That oh was God. his final will and testament was to be cremated and for a limited run of trophy discs to be made with his ashes inside. So he has this disc still with the ashes of the inventor of Frisbee golf in them. Okay. He's like, yeah, I have it at my house. I don't really keep it out because I've got a kid and I don't want him to start playing with it or asking questions.
1: Chewing on it or something like that. Guys, like Uh, I just
2: did a complete 180 on Frisbee golf. This is the hardest sport ever. Like, you don't see, like, when David Stern dies, he's not going to have his ashes put into a basketball so that LeBron can dunk it over a bunch yeah, of South Yeah, hopefully when
1: David Stern dies, he's, like, obliterated at a molecular level <laughs> and never, never comes back.
0: I don't oh know if gosh. I've done or can think of anything I will do that I will be proud enough to imbue my ashes in it. Unless maybe I have, like, kids and insist that they... You, you know, know what, I'm going to do I, this. Can, can, I gonna...
1: family, can I share a family story while we're on the subject of ashes? Yes, please. Uh, my, my dear grandmother, who thankfully does not listen to this podcast, uh, but my mom Hey, Jordan, scammy. My mom and aunt and cousins occasionally do, and my sister used to. Uh, if any of them do happen to listen to this episode, they will know this story. Uh, my grandmother intends... To uh, have her ashes melded with my grandfather's ashes, who I should add, <clears throat> my grandfather is buried in a military uh, cemetery, and she actually broke law by taking some of his ashes with her so she could do this, and leaving oh, the man. rest at the military cemetery. Uh, they want, she wants to mix those ashes and then turn it into a bird bath.
0: You had told me about this,
1: yes, uh, that, that's gonna be
0: one luxurious
1: bird bath. The thing is my parents, hey. my parents are like, "Oh, great. like you're gonna be you're gonna have your ashes and be turned into something birds poop in all day. that's that's real beautiful. Also, we can never throw out this bird bath. Now <laughs> yeah, the question to, like, is, no, what
0: you need to do is you need to find like a public park and be like, "We'd like to donate a bird bath for the birds."
1: No, I think I think my mom's plan is literally to is just bury them because my grandmother's gonna be buried next to my uh, grandfather's ashes. They're just gonna re reunite my grandfather with the rest of his ashes uh, at the the. <laughs> The, the military cemetery so
2: the funny well. thing is i was going to say that i want my ashes put into somebody else's ashes like that's what i want to do with my ashes but your grandma actually did that
0: so wait are you just going to pick out like a celebrity or something and be like sneak me in there oh no yeah like, i want my ashes. i want to ride on their coattails yeah. all the way up to heaven yeah. yeah i want
1: my ashes shot into space at the exact same area where gene roddenberry's <laughs> ashes are so that the fine ashy particles that were Gene Roddenberry, I confused with those, and then, yeah, that
2: was that was my I, I favorite might...
1: part. That was my favorite part of Gravity was when Sandra Bullock found Gene Roddenberry's ashes. <laughs> she just gets hit with a cloud of Gene Roddenberry's ashes. She's and like, then, I can't see. I'm like covered in dust. And then she was like, "Oh, those Ferengis!" <laughs> and we all had a good laugh. And then she inhaled the ashes and uh, became Captain Janeway. And then she said, no, 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 which is like a third of the lines in that movie. All right,
0: we need to take a
1: vote on this. Wait, no, hold on. Shia LaBeouf was not in the movie Gravity.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, which are you
1: going with? You know
0: what? I am
2: going,
1: oh, frick. What's the question? I'm going... Frisbee versus... um, Oh, right, right, right. We stayed completely on topic on this one.
2: (laughs) You know, I'm going with Frisbee, because Frisbee, by the way, is a brand name association. It's a trademark of the company Whammo, which, by the way, is an American company. Boomerangs came from Australia, and the only thing that I want coming out of Australia is... Uh,
1: Foster's, which is not from Australia. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I want uh, that opera Outback house. Steakhouse.
1: Um, Outback Steakhouse. Outback Opera House. I want.
2: Wait, is Peter Mayhew from Australia? I just found that out. By the way, it is Pete Somebody that that, that did Chewbacca. <laughs> uh,
0: um,
2: I, yeah. A- Australia's garbage.
0: I personally am going to go with Boomerang um, because until. They create a frisbee that I can go out and hunt kangaroo and wallaby with. Uh, I'm going to need that, that, that hooky, trauma, blunt force precision of a boomerang. And also, I feel like it's more impressive if you can do like some sweet boomerang stuff than if you, I don't know, or throwing a frisbee around. Frisbees is for child's play. A boomerang is for like cutting bushels. That's not what they are. Uh, what's the thing of bananas? What they don't a, come, bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bananas Six, off a hand, tree. seven hand, eight hand, bunch. They're also for Mister um, Rogers' Magic Kingdom. Jordan, break the tie.
1: Uh, I because my favorite video game based uh cart- Saturday morning cartoon show was uh Kirby, right back at you. <laughs> go with boomerang. <laughs>
0: um. So thank you so much for your question, Aaron. The next time you have to choose between boomerang or frisbee go ahead and with boomerang you're going to be glad you did on a side note jordan did you do you listen to laser time at all have no. you ever listened to laser time there is an uh, of laser... To there's an episode of laser there's an episode of laser time where they do a segment of is this the english translation of an episode of Kirby right back at you or a troy mcclare film and it's <laughs> one of the funniest bits i have ever heard on the oh, podcast that sounds great i will link that on the facebook group after this show
1: so if you remember
0: I'll I'll remember. Our next question comes to us from Zachary Bailey. Thank you so much, Zachary, who wants to know, biscuits versus croissant? Go.
2: Biscuits versus... Are we talking about American biscuits or British biscuits?
0: I've got to say American biscuits. British biscuits are just like cookies, right? And not even flavorful cookies? No, they're more
1: like digestives. Digestives.
0: Are they... So Wait. They're like like an after-dinner mint, or are they a, f- a flavor receptacle for, like, dunking in things?
1: They're dunkaroos.
0: They're dunkaroos. So if, if a British person comes to the U.S., goes to their local KFC and orders some biscuits, they'll be very disappointed when where's, they do not get a child's pack of dunkaroos. Where's
2: the kangaroo shapes and the chocolate into which I can dip things?
0: Um, advantage biscuits, they you're gonna have the cheddar bay biscuits, which are easily the best biscuits. Like those are absolutely delicious. And as we have discussed on this show before, they are also the perfect receptacle for sausage gravy, which is the greatest of gravies.
1: Oh man, we've never talked about using cheddar bay biscuits to put sausage gravy on top of though. Oh. oh, oh I don't know so if I'd want to do that. No, I'd be I don't good. Know what it's up. What is it?
2: What is it? What? A what bay biscuit? The very the most red you
1: lobster, should do red with the cheddar bay biscuits.
0: biscuit is after you're done with your side salad, you, you mop up the ranch. That's, that's No, that's the, the very last
1: thing. thing you do with the cheddar bay biscuits is as you are finishing up your red lobster meal and you have an empty basket of cheddar bay biscuits, you say, can we get some more cheddar bay biscuits and then a box to put them in? And exactly. then... That is the last thing you do with Look, the Cheddar Bay biscuit.
2: Mine is for biscuit. Like, why are they called Cheddar Bay biscuits? It's not like they come from Cheddar Bay. Like, in well, in no, like they're three Treeport, ingredients. Louisiana.
0: There are three ingredients. There's there's Bisquick. There's cheddar. There's Old Bay seasoning. Actually, I don't think there's any Old Bay in it. Um, although I will say that I think the best tip I've given at a Red Lobster. There was one time where we were getting ready to leave, and we didn't even ask for more biscuits. And when the waitress brought the check, she just also brought like a already sealed bag of biscuits, <laughs> and it was it was delightful. <laughs> um, I don't know. Croissants are pretty good too. With the croissant, you've got the pig in a blanket. That's that's a great croissant item. You know, but uh, that's the problem with bi- with croissants is that it's
2: so prone to misunderstanding. Like, if I just want a delicious croissant to eat for, bre- for breakfast, I just want that breadiness, and then it's got, like, a hot dog in there, I'm like, oh, this is gross. I wanted a light and flaky piece of bread, and now I have tube
1: meat. Well, that's a crescent. That's a Pillsbury crescent. You wouldn't put a a hot dog in a croissant. What's the
0: difference between a crescent and a croissant?
1: And a crawdad. A, croissant. Where's the, where's a that croissant. Croissant. That you go that that's what you get when you go to, to Burger King. You order the croissant which <laughs> Um It's it's that flaky goodness.
0: That is a problem. Sometimes croissant croissants? Croissant. Cross croissant. 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 Sometimes they're a little too car, flaky car, for car-son. my taste. Croissant like, Daily. You go to like a coffee shop or something, and you're like, I could go for a croissant. And you get this like cold thing, and it's all flaky, and it just gets all over the croissant. place. Class class I rarely have croissant. I been disappointed oh, well. by a biscuit. <laughs> also, with biscuits, Cro- you have the whole schmisket line of breast of
1: breakfast. <laughs> well, presents, you also have a breakfast bre- bre- croissant, <laughs> croissants. croissants uh, uh, at Sheets, what, is that what you're going for? Wait, wait. wait. Yeah. What is it? What is the plural croissant? Is it croissant? Croissant. croissant. croissant?
0: I'm so glad we all studied French. Um, speaking uh, of... Hold on. Can,
1: I, can I enlighten you guys that uh, Red Lobster has a uh, fun facts about world-famous Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuits uh, page on their website, Media Kit. <laughs> Wait, just <laughs> about just the biscuits? fun facts, yeah.
0: So all the local newspapers that are looking for some copy on
1: Cheddar Bay Biscuits can hit up their press kit i'm gonna read this for you red lobster bakes and serves more than 395 million of its famous cheddar bay biscuits every year the ever popular cheese biscuits made from scratch and baked fresh every 15 minutes are a staple on the restaurant's menu here are some fun factoids about the ultimate comfort food 300, That's 395 million cheese biscuits would stretch a whopping 15,585 miles or the distance of a trip from our New York restaurant in Times Square all the way to Shanghai, China, and back. This Wait, is...
0: there's a Red Lobster in Times Square? You think this that would is... be a bit more prime real estate? Yeah, no, you've never seen
1: it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's there. And it's the recipe for our this is Sam Elliott reading this, right, Jordan, is secret. Now, it's actually Patton Oswalt impersonating uh, the uh, the Black Angus Steakhouse guy. (laughs) The recipe for our craveable biscuit is secret, but that hasn't stopped home cooks and cookbooks authors from trying to recreate them recipes have even been offered on ebay of course we will share a couple of well kept secrets for making our much beloved biscuit do not over knead the dough and make sure you use baking soda as one of the ingredients
0: can i go ahead and interrupt you with a um a fun fact about croissant yeah, that right. i just found um so the association of french bakers uh recently wrote a uh a formal letter to Kanye West uh, asking him to please be more patient with his croissants, because evidently he has a line in one of his songs, I am in a French restaurant hurry up with my dang croissants, and they wrote him a very detailed letter saying like, hey, we appreciate that you are um, supporting our culture, that you've been, you know, rapping about us recently, but here's That you and
1: Jay-Z were N-words in Paris. Um... That
0: these are not crepes or bruchons, that croissant. the That you have to wait a very long time for them. And that somebody once said a great croissant is worth waiting a lifetime for. Hey, guess, do you know where that person was from? France. Okay. Oh, no, that's true. I don't wanna, this is an American wanna to, podcast.
2: I don't want to have to wait for like 40 years for a, or like, what, how long am I going to live? Well, I'm going to die in a motorcycle accident. So like, I don't want to wait like seven years for a croissant.
0: I don't want to wait for my life to be over.
1: Hey, yeah, that
2: song was about croissants, right? That show was
1: about croissants, right? Exactly. Well, all right. This boomerang map is fascinating. (laughs) Isn't it? (laughs) Two questions ago. Um,
2: (laughs) Here's – think about who's serving you, each of them. Biscuit, you got a portly southern lady who's talking your ear off with some – Paladin, great, so you have
1: a racist. With a uh, dash, dash of racism. Okay, so the are well.
2: You have a very portly southern racist serving you the one, or you have a snooty French racist serving you the other one. Right, exactly. Either
0: way, if you eat pastries, you are supporting racism. You're supporting I think racism. that's what we're trying to say on this. Well, no, this just podcast. these two
2: pastries. Like if you eat like a uh, um a foot long hot dog that that's not a pastry. hot dog bun foot hot, uh, that foot long hot dog buns a pastry right <laughs> oh that's true. people people I often just, go
1: to my guys, local bakery about? and
0: get artisanal hot dog
1: buns <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys think
0: about Danishes oh I love the Danes you um, know I don't
2: and here's the reason dane cook Ham, hamlet hamlet <laughs> oh yeah something no is wrong oh, in the state of Denmark. why don't we have a why don't we have a a version of Hamlet done by dane cook <laughs> I would watch like a one
0: man show playing, <laughs> where he plays every role. Parts.
2: Hey you guys think it's weird if like a ghost comes around, right? That's weird, right?
1: That's a Dan Cook impression. You might wanna yeah. you might wanna work on that one, Kevin. I mean you sound like you worked on it about as long as Dane Cook works on his material. So. Here's the
2: thing. <laughs> I have never seen Dane Cook do anything or heard him do anything. Not even
1: Cook? Uh,
0: no.
2: Not even
1: I... on his
0: hit uh, Food Network show, Dane Cooks? Oh, the no, I think he was
2: on The Naked Chef, wasn't he? Uh,
1: real talk, though. He was on the second season of Louie, and they completely have Louie go up and meet him and make fun of Dane Cook. and. Dade Cook was a trooper for doing it, but he like looks stony faced and is like, "I can't believe what you're saying to me. I'm the biggest uh, stand up comedian out there, and it's just real funny." So check that out.
2: Um, if he is also the, the protagonist in Planes,
0: Trains and Automobiles. No, the uh, the and Cars spin off. Oh, what really? They tried. They He's did. He's the equivalent of Lightning McQueen. Yes, Colin Wilson.
2: His yeah, name's What's his his, name? his character's name is Dane Cook.
1: Okay. No, I don't know. Um, uh, I don't I'll know. look it up. I must know.
0: Um, getting back to biscuits. Uh, let's you get can put let's Dusty get Crop Hopper.
2: Dusty Crop Hopper.
0: Oh, Gee, I wonder like why a, that movie wasn't
2: a success. Guys. That sounds like a
1: porn name,
0: huh? <laughs> that, or or a racist baker,
2: Dusty Crop Hopper. Oh, you do not want to talk to Dusty Crop Hopper about immigration.
1: He will go off. I think we should build a wall and then put turrets on top of them and shoot all the Mexicans nearby.
2: <laughs> that, and I
1: think we should put
2: out a spin-off of two movies that were moderately successful. Um, maybe we'll
0: call it Boats. Advantage biscuits. Submarines. Uh, they're real good with butter and jelly. Uh croissant. What do you like? Yeah, you put yeah. jelly on? Y- no. Butter no, no, and no, jelly no, on a biscuit no, no, is delicious. No, 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 no. Next time putting... you come over to my house, I am making biscuits for
1: Jordan, breakfast. T- Jordan, solve jelly. this.
2: Do you put jelly on your biscuits?
1: Uh, you put jelly on your scones, bro. Yeah, thank you. Actually, I don't do that either.
0: Look. What do you put on a croissant
1: other than baby hot dogs? You put butter. a
0: layer
2: of or you, arrogance.
1: You literally... Tyler, you literally put butter and jelly on them. I'm not no! even making that up. I have never they done do. that with a croissant. Well, I've that's only what done they, that with biscuits. That is what they do in France. So <laughs> I'm sorry, but the only reason you haven't done it is because you haven't done it. People do that.
0: Well, I'm saving myself from marriage. Uh, all right. We need to take a vote on this.
1: <laughs> hey, Kevin, remember that? Remember that time I rubbed your shoulder blades and you were like, I was saving that for marriage. <laughs>
2: You mean freshman year of college?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) I'm going to go with biscuits because I think they're more delicious and more versatile. Jordan?
1: I'm going to go with croissant because it's more fun to say.
2: (laughs) Kevin, you know, I'm going to go with biscuit because when we were fighting the war of northern aggression between the states civil war... Uh, they weren't, our boys weren't eating f- highfalutin snooty croissants. They, they were, were eating, eating hard tack. biscuits and hardtack and backtack and
0: sapback and, and triptych and, and Scrapple. Bacon was no, Scrapple's good. Uh, we we'll having some Scrapple over Thanksgiving. So, you know what? Yeah. Uh, Civil War. Um, biscuits also are part of my favorite turn of phrase, which is, uh, "Well, butter my buns and call me a biscuit." Uh, so thank you so much for your question, Zachary. And next time you have to choose between biscuits and croissant, go ahead with biscuits. You're can gonna be we real quick?
2: Can we real quick say or find out when you would ever say that turn of phrase?
0: <laughs> uh, it's definitely a turn or, of phrase. Or how you learned it. I heard it on the football team.
1: <laughs> <Is that right?
0: laughs> it was butter oh, my buns and call me a biscuit. biscuit. Meaning?
1: Ah, uh, pickle shoes.
2: Ah, uh, right. plantar fasciitis. Uh, let's <laughs> this
0: website has what does the sentence "Butter my buns and call me a biscuit" mean? Uh, what does it mean? How do I use it? And somebody answered, "Butter my butt, call me a biscuit." <laughs>
1: that was it that was oh man
0: (laughs) oh hello it is an expression of surprise (laughs) hello Uh, associated with rural america including paint me green and call me a cucumber slap me with bread and call me a sandwich pin my tail and call me a donkey fry me in butter and call me a catfish saddle my back and call me a horse
2: what like what why? Like, oh, I'm super surprised. So why don't you change the like all of my atoms up and make them something different, and then treat me appropriately to whatever you did with
1: that? Like, well, well that's just
0: too much to say. I think you answered your own question. Oh, well, well there put it is. Some
1: put some Groucho glasses on me and call me a Marx brother. <laughs> um, so well, shoot me into space and. Call, call me an me astronaut.
2: Astronaut. Shoot me into the ground and call me a potato
1: pancake. Well, give me a CB radio and call me a trucker. <laughs> um, our next question. Well, flap my wings <laughs> and call me Charles
0: Lindbergh, America's favorite son. <laughs> I'm going to use that one. Um, our next question, I think this might be a first. This is a combo question. Sullivan, combos versus anything, combos win. I hate
1: combos. I ate some combos just this past
0: weekend. They're the worst. They're they're pretzels with like powder filling.
1: Buffalo blue cheese combos It was so good. You're making me gag. This question
0: comes to us from Cordon Sullivan and Paul Zartman. Who actually Cordon wrote the the first half, and Paul posted the second half, right? Hall Sullivan. They want to know, would you rather read everything aloud, everything you read, you have to read it aloud, or have written Tourette's, Which is just while you're writing uncontrollably, every once in a while you write a swear. Go. Would you rather read everything out loud? Would or I have rather read everything, everything out loud or have written Tourette's?
1: Uh yes. Question. When and I that am... is
0: written Tourettes not just like, oh, yesterday I wrote down the word Tourettes ah, when see, they've got when i'm
1: when I'm writing my written Tourettes, do I have to put uh money in the swear jar?
0: you do <laughs> uh you also can't use conveniently placed asterisks this is this is full body swearing i can, and I
1: also can't be like, man, this is a pain in the asterisk. No,
0: well, you can write that. There will just be cusses on either either end of the word, asterisk. Um, Well, let's put this in the workplace scenario. If you're reading everything out loud, that's going to get pretty annoying for coworkers. And they're also going to know any time you are reading something that is off-task. Like, you can't hop on over to, like, Reddit or something and go, go reading because they're going to be like, Oh, you know, America's 50 favorite cat photos. I guess that's what
2: Tyler's looking at. not only that, but, like, if you get a a private email.
1: Why don't we have the TV show America's Funniest Home Cat Videos yet?
0: I think that is what America's Funniest Home Videos uh, devolved into (laughs) in its final years. Or, no, America's Funniest Animals on Animal Planet was pretty much that already. Um the thing
2: about America's Funniest Home Videos is without foley artists, nobody would care about that stupid show. But then no, when you put true. in when you put in some swoops and some zips, everybody loves seeing dad fall down in a kiddie pool. You um, know what's gonna
1: be awkward is when uh question asker Paul Zartman, he's gonna be the one who has written Tourette's and he's writing something for work and Corden Corden Sullivan is his cube mate, and uh, Paul... Because <laughs> we passes. all have
0: cube mates. <laughs> yeah.
1: Paul passes uh, some written instructions to Corden, and Corden has the... He has to read everything aloud, so Corden now is screwed that he has to read Paul's Tourette's writing.
0: <laughs> That's the thing. Um, if
1: Open you're writing... the
0: start menu and choose the effing software. Um, if you're writing, like, office memos or things like that, Or, God forbid, emails to customers. Like, every once in a while, there's just going to be a swear word in there. Which, admittedly, you know, if this is a word processor, as soon as you see it, you can just go ahead and delete it. But if you're writing things out in pen or taking notes in a class, there's just going to be cusses all over the place. Oh, that would be worse with a written final. That would be really hard unless you brought, like, white out. And even then, it would get pretty suspicious.
2: Um, Well, if you're... You know, and, and for our listeners who are still in Escuela, if you're in class and your professor's got a PowerPoint, he's going to think you're trying to make a power play on that PowerPoint. Like, you're just reading the whole thing like, the war of 1812 started for these reasons. Like, I know, I'm trying to teach you that. Like, that's why, <laughs> I, that's why I made this using this software. because you please sit down and, and be a student?
0: Um, I think the best scenario... Well, hold on, hold the, on, um... and, hold on. Does anyone actually read PowerPoints? <laughs> <laughs> I just look for the pictures. Exactly. Um, You'll be fine.
2: Wait, no, but you probably have to read <laughs> pictures, too. Like, a guy standing on a raft, and he looks sad, and the raft is made by Kawasaki,
1: and he has a camera, it looks like a Konica Minolta. <laughs> you're um, You're in art history class. Uh, man in a suit with an apple for a face.
2: A uh, bunch of naked people. Uh, one of them's kind of hot, but the others are just
0: meh. Why do you sound stressed? <laughs>
1: well, it's you're like... stressed because you realize you're saying to the entire class what you're, what you're looking at, and you're, like, trying to not draw attention to yourself, but you know oh. you are. Here's the other
2: thing. If you're reading using context clues, you're probably also reading out loud, reading between the lines. Like... Uh, he's using this metaphor to signify
1: the gravity of the human experience. Uh, your friend Jimmy is just laying it on thick because he wants to get down with you. <laughs> uh,
0: my, The best scenario for this reading aloud, though, I think, would be any foreign film with subtitles. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to be reading be everything dubbing. out loud along with them as they say it. Like Everyone in the theaters going to be like, no, we get it. Like, we can read. We don't, we don't need read. you. I can read! We don't need you saying it along <laughs> with the characters. That would be pretty hilarious, though. If I went to a movie and there was some guy in there who's just like, I love you, Julia. I know. <laughs> what
2: would be even better is if you went to a, the, one of the Bourne movies and you're just reading the
0: location and time every time. Like, Brussels, 345. New it's York, 12. Here's the thing, though. Say you get some, like, saucy texts from your lady love. You're going to be reading those out loud for everybody to hear. But if you have the written Tourette's, that's going to spice up your relationship. Oh, yeah. It's going to turn into a saucy I, text. <laughs> I effing love you. Actually, that I mean, that's pretty emphatic, right? Like, that gets the message across. Yeah, you're just going to become known as someone who's just really <sighs> convicted. And then you're going to be convicted. You know what, though? Oh, if you
2: had the written Tourette's and you were like a ship captain and you were filling out your
0: captain's diary, you're filling out, you should really watch your calorie intake.
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm really liking the idea of the uh, reading, reading aloud. If you're watching the TV show, 24 with friends, the clock comes up and you're like 948, 949, 950. You would be best at New Year's. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone would love you. (laughs)
0: Or, oh no, you're Two watching like, some news seconds. station and you're just reading the ticker aloud.
1: Or you're, you're outside the uh, New York Stock Exchange. You're just reading the stock as it goes by. NASDAQ up 24 points. You can you know, just I tell was people say... that
0: you're doing community service for <laughs> blind stockholders.
1: Oh, you could be a town crier. <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. You could just buy a newspaper on behalf of the town. Say, hear ye, hear ye! I am now going to read the news. I can't help it,
0: and I want to be informed.
2: Here's the problem um, with the written Tourettes.
1: You're a children's book author. Oh my gosh, Ooh. that's true. But you and- write oh you write a series of books for children with Tourettes.
0: Oh yeah,
2: coping coping with with, with effing Tourettes.
1: Yep. That's the Um. title. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: Um. I don't know. I feel like you can... uh, I feel like it's going to be harder with the reading, though, because you have to read all the time every day. Whereas with writing, though, like, yeah, you're going to unexpectedly blurt it out, but it's really only a problem if you're, like, really careless or writing with a pen.
2: Well, but I don't know. It It blocks you out of so many things, like... Presidential speechwriter. Oh, if you're writing in your vote. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a difficult or thing. like, well, unless you're like speechwriter for Silvio Berlusconi, and then that fits in real well. That's that's fine. Um You
1: guys ready to vote? I feel like we're ready to vote. Yeah, but yeah. <clears throat> I got Kevin. my vote.
2: Um I was gonna I'm gonna say uh, reading everything out loud because I, I was going to not pick that because every time you go to museums, you would just be really annoying when you're reading all those placards and everything and people would be shushing you, but nobody reads those things. So it doesn't really matter. Everybody
1: just looks at the, at the pictures and at the dinosaur bones, Jordan, I am going to go with written Tourette's because there is a profession for me, and it is Guy Ritchie screenplay writer.
0: <laughs> that is a good point. I am also going to go with written Tourette's because, you know, you got to give the public what they want. And the American media, they just want, they need things spiced up a bit. They need a little saltiness.
1: They want that in dirt. Their, in
0: their news. Yeah. 20, 20 dirt's almost over. We got to get our dirt out. So thank you so much for the combo question. Paul and Cordon. And the next time you have to choose between reading everything aloud or having written Tourette's, go ahead with that written Tourette's. You're going to be glad you did. Our final question comes to us from Heather Jesk? J E S K E? Jesky? Jetski? Heather Jetski would like to know Would you rather never be able to cut slash shave your hair on your head or always have to wear a tiara? Go. Well, here's the thing uh, that you don't realize about never being able to cut your hair. Um, you get really, really strong. Exactly. One, you're going to have the strength of Samson. Two, your hair is going to have the strength of five Samsons because <laughs> <laughs> it can never be cut like you're going to be able to throw that hair inside like a rotary blade or something <laughs> uh-huh. and it'll just like grind it to a halt because you have indestructible hair. Like I forgot
2: can... I totally forgot about that part of the Samson story. <laughs> That's true. That,
0: <laughs> that it was his hair
2: that was actually the strongest.
0: Yeah, he would go around like whipping Philistines with. Yeah, it.
2: he tied a, a an ox's jawbone into his hair and just hit people. It with was it. like
0: a it was like a bolo or a, a flail or something. Or a, boom. a bolo tie. It was like a bolo tie. Um, so you can never I mean, I mean you can like cut the hair on the rest of your body. So it's not like you can at least have your, your decorative shavings into your back hair still. It's just you're gonna have a luxurious luxurious get, head of hair. Get your back hair weave. Yeah. Um what was what was oh, Captain Caveman or cousin it. That's essentially what you're gonna look like eventually though. Because you're not gonna be able to cut those bangs, you're just gonna be able to part it. Um, uh, but I could
1: elaborately braid uh, my my hair and my beard.
0: Yes, you could be in the video game braid as well. You could just, I'd say, like, just keep braiding it and then coiling it around your head like, um, like a basket or like a, a snake. Maybe make, like, a nice monkey's fist-type knot um, fro on top of your head. Um, advantage tiara, though. If you're constantly wearing a tiara, chances are you're either royalty or a sailor scout. Those are the two things, that I can think of the wear a tiara. Do
2: you, do you know the third, Tyler? Hmm.
0: The papal tiara. The
2: There's pope, a papal. Ti- the, pope, the Pope has a tiara. What, what he wears is technically called the papal tiara. So freaking.
1: I thought the official name was Popat. <laughs> yeah, that's what it
2: is. Just like it is Popemobile. No, it's uh, pope hat
0: is my favorite indie band though. It's
2: Pope uh, Pope Sadie's is is what his car is called. Um... What does the Pope... Pope, Pope um, M.W.? Uh,
0: sent his room with. Uh, y- Yankee Pope Candle? Potpourri. <laughs> that was awful.
2: Um, um, so yeah, so you, you might could get to Pope. call... You get to call the shots for, like, a third of the
0: world with your tiara. You also might be Miss, Air- Miss America, or even better, Miss Universe. Um, which, speaking of, did you guys see the photos of what miss universe wore for her nation costume this year or well I don't think she won miss universe but miss america she wore when a Pope she hat. Wo- she wore a pop hat no she went to compete in miss universe and there's a costume portion which is you know wear something that is um demonstrative of your country of origin and so like the canadian person was a sexy um what call it mounty mounty that's it um, you know, each of the countries has something that was unique to their country. She dressed right up back,
1: as... looking up sexy Mountie.
0: She <laughs> dressed up as sexy Optimus Prime. <laughs> Wait, what? No joke, she dressed up as Optimus Prime, as like, this is the most American thing. Powerful oh. women who are transforming in their roles in the workplace. Yeah, but
2: Optimus Prime, Transformers was originally Japanese, wasn't it?
0: No. Oh, Miss Universe america optimus prime
2: yeah yeah it is it's an entertainment franchise co-produced between the japanese takara Tomy and american hasbro toy companies
0: there we go hasbro i am i found it i'm gonna link it
1: uh i think i also found it
0: riveting radio probably cut some of this out
1: although mine is listed as sassy optimus prime
0: she does look pretty sassy in it although it (laughs) kind of Looks like a cheap cosplay. Yeah, like... it does. Yeah, it does. Uh... Jordan, yours is definitely just a Halloween costume website. This is the actual missing. Oh, sorry,
1: sorry. <laughs> I was just googling uh, "sexy Optimus Prime," but that was the first result.
0: Um, I'm surprised that was the first result, not a deviant art page.
1: Um, so <laughs> Whoa, holy cow, does it actually transform? No, no. It,
0: like it looks like a truck. Like there's nothing really alluring about it. See,
1: yeah, I, I can't see any of her uh, womanly curves. She her form is that of a truck. She probably hits like a it's truck.
0: Really, really weird. Um, hey, you want to so see? So you're wearing I... a tiara. You might you might have some kind of position of power. Although in our scenario, like we're doodly dudes. Well, so, yeah. Hold on. People Do are you probably see... going to wonder why we're wearing a tiara. Do you want to see tiaras?
1: Do you want to see? Yes. Kevin just said pope hats are technically tiaras, yeah. and this on on the the Wikipedia page for papal tiaras is clearly the coolest tiara ever. You can check that out.
0: What? What's it? no? That's a crown. Nah, dude. That definitely looks like
2: a crown. That it's actually a tiara. looks like... A, ti- weird... a tiara is traditionally just a high
0: crown. That looks like the weird thing that bites a slow bro in Pokemon.
1: <laughs> uh, a uh, shelter? Is that the word yeah. you're looking for?
0: I did find other pictures of a men's tiara, though, which I will also post. Also, look Facebook at
1: the with. look at the nose and mustache on that guy. He's great. Oh, man. So
0: tiara, y- you are going to have some splaining to do um i don't even remember what the other thing was uh oh never cutting your hair yeah i mean you are going to be able to also do some rapunzel situations although they'll probably put you in a tower um assuming that you are rapunzel
1: your shampoo costs are going to be astronomical well here's the other
2: thing but you are going to be able to weave it into your own clothes but you are never going to be able to befriend a barber like every single person, haircut stylist person in the world is just gonna be like, "Get out of here!" Like I, awesome. I know you don't. I know you don't patronize my business. Get out of here,
1: Kevin. When you're on the streets of uh, Brooklyn, where are you gonna get your weed if you don't have a good relationship with your barber? <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: the Wayans Brothers. Um, I just think with the tiara, though, you are gonna tell everyone that you're a strong, independent woman.
1: Does the tiara come with toddlers?
0: Yes, it does.
1: Well, then you I win definitely... the tiara
0: as a toddler, and then you never take it off.
1: I definitely don't want a tiara, then, if I have to have toddlers with me. It could be Honey Boo Boo, though.
0: The the happiest child on television. Which, who wouldn't want to spend some time with her? Honey Boo Boo child. Honey Boo Boo. I still remember when um I introduced you guys to Honey Boo Boo. On, like, one of the early, early episodes of the podcast when that episode or TV show first came out.
1: Yeah. Boy, time flies. (laughs) Wow, we're already closer to death. (laughs) Which, speaking of time. I guess we've been together for a million years. Last podcast, I gave you my reference. (laughs) Speaking of, we actually. Need to end this podcast. We need to end this podcast. Uh, so it's a vote. Uh, speed vote. I'm going to vote for not tiara.
0: Endless hair. Oh, yeah, maybe you're hair. bald. Maybe you're bald. That's why you never have to. Yeah, put maybe hair I on your just head.
1: laser off all my hair and I look like a freak. Oh, oh shoot. wait, no, change your Change my plan. I'm going to tiaras. I don't want eyebrows that like are like 40 <laughs> inches long. That would be terrible. I oh, but you could be a martial go...
0: arts kung fu master then. We completely forgot part of this question, which is: it is hair slash face. Uh, your so, face never stops growing. Well, That's it's disgusting. the hair on your head. Oh, like your 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 head. Your beard is part of your head, so you're also gonna have a mammoth beard. I thought you meant why... like you
2: start to get like Richard Nixon
1: jowls because your face oh, just yeah. keeps growing. Oh, <laughs> uh, I knew I knew it included beards. That's why I said you could braid your beard and your hair.
0: I am going to go ahead with that scenario then, because I'm there are going to be so many prizes from World Beardsmen competitions. Yeah, that except that you're in a you're also also gonna, I'll be able to make shade for myself with my hair.
1: But you're also going to go to PAX and random creepy girls will come up and try and touch your your facial hair.
0: Oh, like happened to me the first time I went to PAX. Yeah, that, and then oh, Tyler was,
1: shaved next year, so that he I was face have to molested. It was that. the worst. <laughs>
0: Ugh. Imagine all the controllers she was touching and all the people would touch those controllers and then she touched it all over my face. Uh, Kevin, what are you going with?
2: You know, I'm going to go with, um, tiaras because, um, they're like, they're like mini crowns.
0: Um, <laughs> sorry, I've, I got really It's distracted. like in our, like in our favorite song, um, crown him with mini crowns yeah <laughs> no
2: sorry did, did i show you this picture of this russian empress rempress with this with this baller hat tiara thing i mean i don't think so i th- i just think
1: if i that's had the t- unibrow that i'm looking at oh wow that's pretty intense
2: like if you had a tiara you could like gore people with it you know, just, like, put your head down and just, bam, just, like, slam into people. Man, that I'm link just...
1: is intense, Kevin. You just posted a link that has, like, a thousand characters in it. What?
0: No, that's Tyler's. <laughs> that was um, me. I did that by accident. Scroll on down. Okay. Scroll
2: on down. Scroll on down the road.
0: Uh, so, thank you so much for your question. Her sideburns are, like, curly cues. Yeah, that's Heather. Pretty... And next time you have to go with the tiara or uh, endless hair, go ahead with that, Tiara. You're going to be glad you did. And thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Ninjas Versus Podcast. If you would like to send us questions, you can go ahead and email them to us at ninjasversuspodcast. that's versus vs, no period, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us questions there. You can send us questions on formspring.me slash You can also leave us questions on the Facebook group, uh, ninjas versus podcast on Facebook. Uh, that's where a lot of people do that. And then also we go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and post a work cited right now. This podcast is kind of a teaser for this episode. You can find fun things there, videos, uh, talk to us. We love conversating Jordan and I more than Kevin. And uh, hey, I post stuff every once in a while. Uh, although it, Jordan did bring up a good point. If you ever see ninjas versus podcast, liking its own posts, as because one of us posts it, and then one of the other three of us likes it. Um, also, uh, thanks for being patient with us. Uh, didn't have an episode last week uh, while Kevin was on the road. I but... was staying at the freaking Ritz-Carlton in Sarasota, Florida. Oh, wasn't that in Fresh Prince? Uh, the Carlton? Yes. Um, but... I stayed with him. Uh, Also, um, that's a place where we make announcements when we don't have episodes. Uh, But also there was a write-up on, um, you know, other podcasts that you can check out on weeks that we don't have it and uh, just folks we support and stuff. So go ahead and check that out if you haven't already. There's also an animated picture of a shark eating a computer. Uh, And the last place that you can get a hold of us is Twitter, at Podcast, or you can be eligible for the tweet of the week with the nvp hashtag. Oh wait, no, we hit 200 fans on Facebook. Thank you so much. I'm really really happy about this. I've been pushing for for a while. They said it couldn't be done, but we have uh, over 200 likes, 205 as of recording this episode. Thank you so much to Ryan Hammond, Anna Kitchen, Meredith King, Rorden, Ethan Mitchell, Shelby Brewster, Sarah, Reardon, Sarah Reardon. Carl- Carlton, Sarah Carlton, Jesse Poole Swall of uh dead man frisbee fame matt emery taylor miro sarah zimmerman alan edwards taylor Perissi, steve uh we already talked about steve steve and that's that roommate steve once some future roommate steve and matt Reardon, maybe maybe the uh the husband of meredith Re- reardon cousin reardon, matt and reardon john king meredith reardon steve masnick so thank you all so much for uh for liking the show uh, Twitter stuff, Jordan.
1: Do we have a tweet of the week? Uh yes, we do. It is from Quantico MCB, and it states, "NVP stands behind our heroes with an additional one percent off the base price of any of our homes." <laughs>
0: <laughs> now Hashtag we
1: had Manassas. We had some <laughs> legit tweets this week too, didn't we? I'm looking through and not seeing any again. No, Tony's. Oh, shoot. You know what
2: we forgot to do? Crap. Uh, we told Jim Jam like... Lawton that
1: we would
0: answer his question about the uh, hockey masks. Oh, yeah. We'll just do that now. What was the question? <sighs>
1: gotta... What we would have on our hockey masks.
0: Tony Skiles definitely used the MVP hashtag saying, hey, I'm... you, yeah, you. Go check out at Ninjas first. What day yep. did
1: he send it on? November uh, 5th. Six days ago. November 5th? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't scroll down that far. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah I'll I'll Um, concede that also uh, uh, King of Salads uh, our good friend uh, Alex Lamoureux if that's actually his name I can't even remember he changed it so many times Uh, he says drop fish throw exactly seven Deku nuts play the bomb the best no sword run you'll ever see (laughs) there's a YouTube link there which I'm going to watch oh it's a YouTube for Cosmo OK,
2: so real quick, Jim Jim Lawton sent us a tweet saying if you guys, meaning us, were NHL goalies, what would be airbrushed on your
0: masks? Jordan, uh, you you watch the most hockey out of all of us. Do you have a do you have a favorite or something? Have you thought about this?
1: Uh, Yes, I'm going to say Tetris pieces because I block a lot of things.
0: Oh, that is good. I'm going to go ahead a wall. A wall. and go with an airbrushed um, goalie Unicorn. wearing a hockey mask. Unicorn. With, <laughs> with a hockey mask with an airbrushed goalie. Uh-huh. So mask. it's an MC Escher goalie mask. Yeah, it's going to freak out uh, the guys in the, the, the shootouts. They're going to be like, oh, if there are two mirrors facing each other, what is reality? <laughs> um, Thank you, James, I would have but...
2: airbrushed
1: on my hockey mask. How are... Uh, <laughs> How are mirrors real if our eyes aren't even real?
0: (laughs) I do need to change the cover
1: photo to that.
0: Oh, Oh,
1: gosh. gosh. Sorry, Um, Kevin. Go ahead. I would have airbrushed on my goalie mask. You want Jaden Smith on your goalie mask, don't you? Uh,
2: I would have on my goalie mask uh, a picture of a football player because people might actually watch that uh, because nobody likes hockey, but people seem to like football.
1: Uh, but Canada, Kevin. Oh, right.
2: So, uh, it would be a picture of a football player and then the word A.
0: Um, Kevin, uh, you said you also had a new segment that you wanted to do this week. Yeah. So, so I because uh, I guess what that's what this is. <laughs> what we're doing right now is
2: a segment. I curate the Twitter for us. Um, if you see people reply, it's usually uh, if somebody replies to your tweets, it's usually me. Um, and posts about stuff like uh new episodes and things like that. And I just recently decided, you know what, we gotta get ourselves some more followers, so I just decided to follow every single person that follows us. Uh and we got some really great uh additional follows from that. Uh and I am continuing the strain of just following everybody that follows us. So, um I will bring you a new Team follow back. W- right. I will bring you a new fantastic follower that we have. But Kevin
1: week. I I thought we all decided we we don't, we ain't want to be no follow back girl.
2: <laughs> so this week's new follower is at Stockpiling
0: Moms. Stockpiling <laughs> Moms. Are these hey, moms that are like preparing for the apocalypse? I believe so. Or is it like Mormons who are stockpiling moms? <laughs> it's both because you need to have a lot of moms for the apocalypse. Hey so, Kevin, you remember? You you're gonna repopulate.
1: You remember when Tyler used to have a segment?
0: Oh yeah, spam of the week. I haven't looked at the spam on our um our our WordPress for a while. Ninjas vs We get some spam on there. I'll have to, I'll look through that. You can uh, look forward to spam of the week next week. But um also this is still the month of dropsy, which as we predicted went ahead and hit its goal already, it is currently at 16492 of its $14,000 goal. Uh, there's 13 days as of recording this. What? This comes out on Thursday. It's Monday.
1: Um, yeah, don't tell them what day it 10 is. Days. Well, 10 days. 10
2: days. I'd like to think that we were responsible for about 12000 of
1: that. Yeah. I'd just like our to think publicity. we were responsible for about $12 of that.
0: Yeah. If it gets up to 19, there's going to be some super sweet uh, composing from the guy who did the um, the soundtrack to Game Night Sky, if you ever played that. Uh, his name is Chris Schlarb. He's actually signed to Asthmatic Kitty, which is Surf John's label. So that would be really, really cool if he got on board to do some of the sound design and music for that. So go ahead, head over to Kickstarter, search for Dropsy, uh, that's D-R-P o p s y uh, check it out that is um a game by our fantastic logo designer Jay Tholen. uh thank you to animal tropical for our intro song 20 miles thank you to sparrows and crows for our outro song ultraviolet bliss and our final final question speed round keeping hold Where on we've...
1: i've i found spam of the week
0: okay what's our <laughs> s- spam of the week
1: spam of the week is from episode 58 al roker tempura And it is from Clarice, who says, Hello, Clarice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hello to you
0: too, Clarice. Our final speed round question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme. Ninjas versus Garfield. Go.
2: Oh, um, ninjas, because all they have to do is show up on a Monday.
1: Uh, ninjas because... They know Garfield's weakness. It's Charles Guiteau. (laughs) And
0: I am going to go ahead and um, go with Garfield because he takes down ninjas all the time. It's It's a normal part of his day. So thank you so much for joining us as ever. I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time...
1: Well, mop my buckets and call me a janitor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll
1: throw my feces and call
2: me a chimp. We'll chop my and we'll chicken and party. call me an elevator man.
1: Well, use we the southern ass non and call me a cliché. We'll shave and my and eyes and bodies. call me a Zambonist. <laughs> and we'll be dead when we're all done. Aside from all the fun and games We'll hit the ground Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss
0: Yeah, the that light does catch your mustache really well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it looks good.